This is Walt from Tell Him Steve Dave. I'm Chris Hybrick. Brian Quinn from Practical Jokers. I'm Jim Gaffigan. I'm getting Steve Dave. Hey, it's Mike Cudlitz from The Walking Dead. I'm Chad Lindbergh. Hi, this is Mike Zapsick. This is Ming Chen from AMC's Comic Book Men. Brian Johnson of Tell Him Steve Dave and Comic Book Men. It's Misinformation Podcast, baby! Information podcast contains themes and subject matter that may be inappropriate for some audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Contact Misinformation Podcast by emailing misinformationpodcast at gmail.com or find us on the Twitters at Misinfo Podcast. Hostile you. Yeah, you can spoil my tree. Please don't ruin my night now. You. Hostile you. Get out of my life. Welcome to Misinformation Podcast, episode 330. With you, as always, I'm Zach. And I'm Weller. Yo! I'm back. <laughs> and and our only fan is super excited. Uh, Aaron Lettuce, <laughs> Aaron Lettuce, uh, you requested uh, not too long ago uh, to know when the show was coming back. And for at least two, two solid episodes, it is indeed back, Aaron. I appreciate you. As you wish we yes, deliver. Yes, yes. I love you so very much. Um, you're a faithful and devoted listener. Uh, that guy saved up a bunch of money and then sent us through uh, PayPal a very generous donation. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was pretty fucking cool. Paid for uh, hosting fees for a year. Jesus. Yeah. Wow, that's very yeah, generous. Yeah. yeah, Aaron's good shit. He lives in Tucson. Tucson, Arizona. I was actually supposed to meet up with him for uh, a beer, but then found out that he was literally his lunch break. <laughs> I was like, we oh, that sucks. You can't drink beer on a lunch break, brother. <laughs> <laughs> some people can. <laughs> some people in Europe. <laughs> but uh, and I was I was scooting through pretty fast, like right before COVID started. So February of 2020, I jumped on a plane, flew down to Tucson. My dad picked me up at like midnight, drove me back to Sierra Vista where hopes and dreams go to die. And I stayed there for a couple of days and he drove me back to Tucson. My buddy Dave drove from Phoenix and picked me up in Tucson. Then I went up and did a photography workshop in, in Phoenix. And I was supposed to meet up with Aaron uh, that day. But it was like, man, it was like literally a fucking handoff. Like my dad drops me off, hugs all around, deuces, jump in Dave's car, drive to fucking Phoenix. There was no time for bullshit. But Aaron being our only fan, I appreciate him very much. Very, very, we very appreciate much. you. We very much appreciate you. Uh, please join our only fans. <laughs> <laughs> it's just feet pictures. That's all this <laughs> exclusive content. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I could I, I wish that we had enough people to start a Patreon. Like if it was even a little bit close. Uh, oh, so, you know, uh, tell him Steve Dave, right? Yeah. OK, so Big Al and I are going to the East Coast uh, in June. Like we're flying into Philadelphia and then our first stop is New Jersey. 
We're going to go see those motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to shake up Red Bank and fucking hazel it. <laughs> like, hey, remember us? <laughs> We're here. Get them, you fucker. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. Might be my favorite part of the country. Really? Yeah. So obviously you've been to New York City. Yes. Terrifying? I love that city. It's really? probably my favorite city in the U.S. Is it easy to get around? For me, no. Oh, I would shit. never go there on my own. Oh, fuck. Yeah, me neither. Um, I'm lucky my girlfriend has the subways memorized. She took several months. She took like a one of those summer class things for college. Oh, right, right, right. She actually interned for, what was it? True Life on MTV. Oh. She worked for that show. No for shit. For a whole summer. Yeah. So she like, worked in Brooklyn. True Life. I'm a pornographer. Like, yeah, like, she actually yeah, lived yeah. in a hotel in Manhattan and worked in Brooklyn. For what the like fuck? Couple months. So, yeah, she knows the city very well. So, like, I just followed her. She wouldn't oh. even, like, just, okay. Like, there's certain lines she didn't know, but she walked in, took, like, a second look at the map. Like, right. okay, this is cool. Here's she what we need. It out. Yeah, yeah. She had no issues getting around the city. So, uh, obviously, we don't want to drive into the city because nobody fucking does Do that. not drive into no, the city. No, we're not going to do that. So, we're getting to New Jersey the first night, I think, is our goal. And then he originally was like, well, let's wait until late in the evening. Then we'll drive around New York. And then we're going to go up to Maine. Like we're hitting all the East Coast from New Jersey North uh, and going to Acadia, which I'm super stoked about. I didn't get that far. Maine's oh, awesome. Oh, fuck, man. Like I'm going to I'm going to go to Stephen King's house, knock on his door. Be like, hey, motherfucker, tell me a story. Like, <laughs> I feel like he owes me that much. I I've put heard his, he doesn't live there anymore. He doesn't live in Maine. He lives in Florida, I believe. What yeah, the fuck? The house, what a weird the place house on the online in Bangor, yeah, that house. Yeah. That, yeah. He doesn't live there. But that's fucked up because like, why would he move to fucking Florida? He hates Republicans. People go there. It's tagged. Like I had a friend who went there last, last summer, but yeah, it's, it's his house. It's like you go there and you can tag it. Like it still has like spooky, like ornamentations on the fencing. See, I would actually hope for it to be more normal. Like that's weird. Like it feels like too much. If Stephen King's house is spooky. Yeah, I want to say he now lives in Florida. Can I go to the place where you get hit by the van? Even honestly, that might be more spooky. Well, it just doesn't make any sense because he is ultra liberal. Like he fucking railed against Donald Trump, and then he moves to Florida of all places. (laughs) What the? Why the fuck would you do that? Move to New Mexico if you want to be warm. Content. Yeah, I guess (laughs) Twitter content. That's a fucking dying medium. Twitter. I went there the other day. It is a fucking cesspool. Like, and the algorithm's fucked up now too. So now that Elon bought it. Is he? Do you think he's intentionally trying to like just destroy Twitter? I think he's intentionally trying to create conflict because the algorithm now only recommends shit to me that I fucking hate, like Marjorie Taylor Greene and fucking uh, Lauren Boebert is all that shows up in my fucking feed. Do you think that those are people that I agree with? But again, so like if you're someone that enjoys that kind of in- content, like you just like reading about whatever it is they talk about. Nobody. I'm sure. They have a massive following. They got elected oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, but I think with Bobert, they just like looking at her boobs. Bobert, she barely won. Like she, by like single-handed votes, I believe. She also did not graduate high school. She got her fucking GED three weeks before she fucking won the election. That's what people are okay with. But you're the you're the outsider. It's weird to me too that Marjorie Taylor Greene would be a Republican when she looks like a fucking transvestite. <laughs> I'm just gonna say no comment. <laughs> So our only fan. <laughs> Could you imagine being and it was different for you because you were like married in college. But like, could you imagine going through high school and college at this point with only fans being a thing and having a good looking girlfriend? That would be weird, dude. I just want I money. know I just want money, <laughs> especially knowing what I was like in college. 
I wanted people to know I was dating a hot chick. And what better way for them to know that I'm dating a hot chick than her to show her fucking giblets on OnlyFans? Had that. Well, I guess. Yeah. You couldn't have in high school because until you're like late senior year, you had to be be a minor. Yeah. Yeah, Otherwise, that's fucking illegal. But yeah, Yeah. in in theory, you would hit 18 in your senior year and you could be on OnlyFans. But yeah, I'm trying to think like that'd just be weird going to school and knowing that some of your classmates are showing everything online for money. Well, could you like do you ever look at like do you ever just like cruise people's Facebooks like it's go down a rabbit hole? I rarely do. I the only uh, social media account I have is Facebook, and honestly, I go on there a couple times a week for just to see like whose birthday it is. And the only <laughs> time I actually like, post anything is if I'm traveling. Right. Really, it's not to brag. It's more of just like my phone is full, and I refuse to pay for the iCloud services. <laughs> so Facebook, I can upload like travel photos, and I know it's going to be there for eternity. That's honestly why I have Facebook. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, sometimes I'll fall down a Facebook rabbit hole. Like somebody will comment on something. I'm like, what is this person's deal? So the other day I fell down one of these rabbit holes and landed on a chick who I am 90% sure is an OnlyFans model because every one of her fucking Facebook profile pictures was her like with a hot pit, uh, fucking hip popped out taking a picture of herself in the mirror. And in the background, I see a fucking ring light. I see a computer. I see a camera. I was like, mm, that girl fucking herself on TV. Mm. Every photo has got to be filtered. Oh, fuck, dude. It was it's like but it's like I also didn't judge her. I was like, I bet she's making a lot of fucking money. And I think she was living in those those uh, fucking condos down on by the river uh, winter bottom. Yeah, I assume that's where it was because they were fucking pimp. And I also kind of feel like a creep because I'm like, oh, I know where she lives. I know what she does for a living. <laughs> you know, like I feel like a creep, but it's like, well, you put that shit out there. And it's crazy, like just to know how many people are doing that for cash and how much money they're fucking making. I would be curious to know what the average user makes uh, on that. It can't be that much money. Dude, I'm telling like, you. Obviously, there's people that make that can make a lot of money on OnlyFans, but I think those are an exception. Well, even ugly chicks make a bunch of money because they'll do weird shit. Like the ugly ones will be like, hey, I'll put this in my butt. Yeah, you do the really weird shit. Yeah. Like, okay. Like, hey, uh, uh, go down to the fucking uh, the seafood shop, buy an eel. <laughs> I'm going to put this eel in my pants. I won't insert it unless you give me 16 stars. <laughs> I don't even know how. Have you ever been on OnlyFans? I don't even know how it works. I've never been on it. No. Like I have a, a cursory knowledge of how it works. I, I know a guy who uh, sold a bunch, who put a bunch of feet pics on OnlyFans, like of chicks, like that he knew. He made like 10 grand. Jesus. Yes, I know, right? So could you imagine me? You remember me in college? Yes. Remember college me? Yes, I do know college you. Okay, you remember I, I dated a couple really good looking chicks in college. Could you imagine me going back home and being like, hey, listen, we both got bills to pay. <laughs> you are very fucking attractive. I am very fucking poor. Let's work something out. Okay, so scenario, right. like, let's enjoy this. Right. Let's say I'll be your girlfriend. I'm not. But in this oh, wait, scenario, let's not let's not fucking eliminate, <laughs> eliminate things. You're a very attractive person. So my if okay, if that didn't offend me and I said fuck you and like ran off, it's like okay, I'll entertain this. Okay, right, right. My follow up question to you would be, what is my cut? What would you think is fair? Oh. Let's say like all I have to do is use, you're using my body. That's yeah. it. You're the one that's going to take the photos. You're yep. going to edit the photos. You're going to run the site. You're going yep. to do all the interactions. Like you'll say you're me when you're talking to people. Cause like, I wouldn't want to be talking. Okay. To I think that's creepiest that if I were a female, I would think that's creepy as fuck. Well, but part of it is like they vocally are talking to the screen. Jesus. Like a on, lot of times. 
I do. I've never. Okay, here this is fucked up. I've been on Reddit for a couple of years. I've never posted on it ever. I I will tell you here. I learned. Here, here's a good example. Twitter makes Reddit look like a fucking loving family. You can go to parts of Reddit that are not loving families, though. Twitter makes all parts of Reddit Jesus. looks like loving family. Yeah, I've never used Twitter. That's uh, you don't now. But <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, yeah, it'll fucking ruin you as a person. <laughs> I promise you. I had to delete it off my phone because all it did was made me sad. Like the interactions between people, like the way people talk to each other, like because it's 140 characters, so they need to fucking get right to being a fucking bigot. Like they can't, they can't ease themselves into it. They need to go right now. So on Reddit, there was a post, and again, anything online, like I can't take anything as fact online there are no facts. ever there's no facts i don't trust anything i just that's built into me it's like this oh is thank god anything i see that's being pitched to me or presented to me in any capacity by anybody i'm always like this is bullshit <laughs> awesome so anyway on this reddit post i read it because it's interesting it is possible but it, there was a picture and someone was claiming that this female from only fans for it was like three or four thousand dollars allowed her top fan to meet her and the photo was clearly in a hotel room and the sheets on the bed were disheveled Oh, that happens a and lot. In, I in the photo, like he's not an attractive guy at all. Right. And he's standing next to her. Very, it's very, it's a very, very awkward photo. And his arms wrapped around oh, her. She and she's clearly dude. not enjoying it. And like, it was her comment. She's like, I'm with my like top fan. And then she made some comment over like basically insinuating that like nothing horrible happened. When you look at the photo, like you're meeting the guy in a hotel room, right. the sheets in the bed are disheveled. Like. There's no way this guy paid thousands of dollars to you to not do something sexual. No, no, they fucked. So anyway, next to this photo, it shows this same female on a trip like weeks later with her boyfriend that she used this guy's money for them to go on a vacation. I believe it. So that's an interesting pitch. It's like, would you allow someone you love and care for to be in a hotel room for a night? It's kind of that. Was that the movie? The Indian proposal. Yeah, yeah. A lot, a lot less money, <laughs> way less right, money. Right, right. There's a million dollars in that movie. Yeah, if right? I, yeah I've never seen yeah. the movie, but I believe yeah. it was a million dollars. Yeah, it was a million dollars. Who's the dude? God, who it was, was Demi Moore. And. Uh, fuck, like Robert Redford or something. I have no idea. Who was the husband? Because the husband was famous too. Woody Harrelson or something weird. That sounds right. Oh, fuck. Now I got to look it up. Uh, so you asked about percentages. So, yes, it it to me, it would depend on what I'm showing, because there's a fee, like, as long as my face isn't shown and I don't have like, any any identifiable tattoos or birthmarks. I the risk for someone figuring out that's me would be very low. Huh? If I had the knowledge about physics that I have about completely worthless fucking things. <laughs> He I, was correct. He's yes. showing me his phone. And it's exactly who he said it was in the movie. <laughs> exactly. The fuck. Uh, so, yeah, it depends. So you're saying you posit that it depends what you're the woman right now. Right? So let's say yeah, you're like feet picks and you said like, hey, oh, one of my fuck. friends does this. He made several grand out of your feet. 50, OK, 50. to me, I'm thinking that's low risk. The odds of someone figuring out those are my feet are almost right. impossible as long as I don't have any really weird tattoo on my right. foot or there's some weird freakish thing about my foot. Right. I would probably want 50-50. Yeah, I'd go 50-50 on that. That seems because reasonable. there's very little risk for the woman on that. But if you're showing like actual like explicit genitalia, I would be more like. Well, but is it just the genitalia? I mean, I can I can recognize most can girls. Can you show hardcore stuff? Oh, fuck OnlyFans? yeah. Really? Yeah, they can fuck on OnlyFans. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I did not know so, that. So, okay. Let's say it is just showing genitalia, but no face. I can identify most of the chicks that I fucked by their pussy. 
I mean, mostly it's taste, but I'm just saying like, <laughs> like most of the girls, like I, I could pretty much be like, oh, I know whose that is. Right. Uh, especially one who had fucking, it was like octopus arms. There's a fucking like Arby's roast beef down there. It was fucking terrible. I mean, she was very attractive, <laughs> but it was just really crazy how long those labia were. It was like they could high five each other across the room. It was wild. It was like it was giving my dick a hug. But they, that's because you have an a frame of reference. Not yeah, like yeah, you, a frame of, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've been there. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. A, so. So, but I would say if they're not showing the face, it's still almost 50 50 because her only risk is that someone someday will find out. Not that they'll know right then because they won't, unless she has like a birthmark or something. And even then, it would have to be someone, like you said, with an intimate knowledge, someone that has seen right. it before. Someone that's already seen that. Yeah. So there's still very little risk there, barring me telling everybody, hey, this is her. Or you tag like a very small city and it's obvious where yeah. your house is. Something <laughs> right. stupid like that. Right. But, you know, if you think about it, like there are only two people that know for sure that that's her right in that moment. Right. So there's very little risk unless you do like revenge porn, which is pretty much illegal. But is it really revenge porn if she's already put it on OnlyFans? I don't know. So, <laughs> That's so, a fair point. So, OK, so now let's say I'd still probably try to pitch her 50-50 there. Be like, look, nobody fucking knows that's your pussy. Like nobody knows. And then if she tries to argue back, lots of people know. I'm like, then you shouldn't be embarrassed because I mean, <laughs> clearly <laughs> fucking I mean, people know it. Uh, so. So, OK, so I, I'd, I'd pitch her 50-50. I'd probably settle 60, 40, maybe there. Cause it's her pussy. It's not my pussy. Right. Right. So, so now we amp it up a little bit. It's Should more. We, so like it's the scandal, the worst case scenario in my head is, is that somebody finds out there's later. more. Right. Yeah. Not that somebody realizes right now. Someone, yeah. yeah. You, you try getting like some high level job right. or you're trying to work, go into politics or something where you get attention. Right. That could really come and back here's, to bite you. Here's you fucking finger banging yourself to love in an elevator. Yeah, or like, there's also maybe that go the other way and you become famous. Like the Kardashians started. We we're discussing that last right. episode where Blowjobs. the porn yeah. is what made them. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, well, and being Paris Hilton's friend who is made famous by blowing Rick Solomon. <laughs> Why do I know his name? I don't know. Oh, I don't know Jesus Christ. Well, because didn't he end up marrying Pamela Anderson? Or they dated. Be, I don't know. They that would be I think weird they that's true. I think they dated for a while, her and Rick Solomon, I think. She married Kid Rock and Tommy Lee. I, <laughs> she was on She was on uh, Armchair Expert, and it was a fucking adorable interview. Like, listening to her talk, she is so smart. I know she's got a new documentary out. There was yeah, uh, the Her and Tommy thing. that Was was that on Netflix? Yeah. Netflix? No, Hulu. Hulu. There were two of them. There was one on Netflix. I know she Hulu. did not like that, but there's a she, one of, yeah. I think she did she approve or she's actually filmed in the other There's one? one called Love Pamela, I think, or it, Pamela with Love or something. Yeah, yeah. So she wrote a book and there's a documentary that she like it's her like they're, it's her now. They're following her around and her relationship with her kids and like her mom and like I have not seen either. I was the Jenny McCarthy fan back then. Oh, she's fucking crazy. Like, I, yeah like, <laughs> she's the one's batshit crazy yeah now. yeah her and fucking uh uh jenna jameson <laughs> fucking too crazy fucking bitch uh so okay so you got 60 40 i'd i'd pitch her 50 50 i'd settle for 60 40 probably uh if you're using all my equipment right so now we amp it up a, a phase so now she's doing whatever she's doing but she's wearing a fucking eyes wide shut mask okay which so you, you see, see like jaw yeah maybe and, well and then they got like laces mouth, and frills yeah. and like eyes which is super popular on Pornhub I don't know if you're a purveyor thanks to COVID yeah <laughs> yeah just because of COVID yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah. face mask thing. it's like hey there's yeah. a little bit of an anonymity yeah yeah so so in that I would be like definitely 60 40 definitely because someone could be like 
those titties. I know those eyes. I mean, I have. I suspect the voice oh, could be a giveaway. Well, maybe she won't talk. Oh, see, there's all these up. There's all these added. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, sweet thing. Show me your tits. Start (laughs) applauding. (laughs) But so like, yeah, like there's all kinds of factors that now start to come in play when it's not just her fucking toes and not just her labia. Like you're seeing more of her, even though she's wearing a mask. It's like, okay, well, if she's going to talk, I'll start at 70, 30. She's going to talk and settle for 80, 20. We're assuming she's attractive, right? Yeah. Okay, so an attractive chick banging herself on fucking OnlyFans uh, is going to make money. Yes. Yeah. So I'll take 80. I'll, I'll, I want 70, 30, but I'll take 80, You would 20. take 20? Yeah, I mean. I think that's fair. So say she goes full fucking Monty. No fucking mask. Talks to her fans. Fucking thumb in the butthole. Goes the whole fucking nine. Like everything but like pissing on a dude or something. Like to, not fucking a dude. It's just her. It's just her OnlyFans. I think you got to start with 80-20 and work your way to, and, and be like, I'll settle for 90-10 because it, all risk for her, all reward for you. I would want to say I would be very open-minded to this, but I don't see it ending well. It's kind of like the threesome idea. <sighs> like I've never had a threesome. Like it's something that in, I, in theory sounds like it would be great, but just the more I actually think of like how would this work well, and how could this, what would the results of it be the aftermath? I see that there's way more risk than reward. Well, you don't have a threesome with like a chick you're going to stay with. That's not a thing. Plenty of people do. But it doesn't end well. I mean, they may think they're going to stay with them. (laughs) That's not how it ends. (laughs) She ends up fucking your neighbor. You end up fucking the chick you're in the threesome with. Like it's it's never fucking it's never a thing. So like if you just start like say hypothetically, we start with feet. And you make some money. It's like, hey, this is actually some decent money. We can yeah. maybe every five, six months, we've got enough money. We can take a trip and a vacation. Like, that's kind of cool. Right, right. Probably wouldn't take that much time out of your life to take these pictures. At that point, it's like, okay, if I'm doing minimal effort, making some money, we got some money to save up for a car, for bills, for travel, whatever. Right. Why not make some more money? Let's get greedy. <laughs> Who isn't greedy? <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Like, we have one fan. Maybe one day we'll have two. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe (laughs) shoot for the stars but like that's just it's i don't know that's human nature you want more right so why would you not escalate it and like okay so obviously you're going to have so many people that have a foot fetish like clearly it exists there are people that are really do have a foot fetish and they love that shit but it's in my opinion it's a limited market okay well here let's let's up the ante just a little bit so we're taking pictures of feet now i'm coming on our feet now we're definitely 50-50. But right? now you're more involved. Well, but you're but, doing work. Well, but I'm coming on her feet, but you don't see my dick. But you're doing work. Unless well, unless it's really that you, much work. If you didn't have a foot, like oh, that would only not be work if you had a foot fetish yourself. Because then you're already getting gratification seeing her feet. I mean, but really it'd be a little weird by having a camera out that ruin the mood a little bit, I would think. Maybe yeah, not. I, I don't know. I think of money. It makes me <laughs> real hard. <laughs> but yeah, if you did not have a foot fetish. And you're filming foot fetish shit. I would think it'd be very hard to get sexually aroused by just looking at your partner's feet. Like, I I mean, I see all of her. I'm in the room. Just the cameras focused on the feet. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, do do you say I have to wear like fucking blinders that only let me see your feet? I don't know. I don't know if I could do that. (laughs) I'm very single minded. 
I do one thing at a time. So like I couldn't focus on the I'm, I'd be, my focus is on the camera, not on where I want to be looking. It should be like, hey, Brooke Burke, touch your tits. You would need like a steady cam. Dude, they're so, so cheap now. Like I have a fucking trailer. <laughs> All I got to do is point it in the so fucking yeah, general direction. Have the steady cam on the feet and then you can look at what it, yeah, Okay, that yeah, works. Okay, so, so, but you don't see my dick, but I fucking throw a load on her feet. Are we still 50-50? Yeah, I mean, because it's there's no genitalia involved. It's her feet, uh, my pina colada mix. Is there audio? Oh, nobody wants to hear me do that. Because you're going to hear the, <laughs> who comes silently. <laughs> <laughs> There's gonna be something. <laughs> oh, what, the, what the fuck happened to you? <laughs> Do me harder. <laughs> so yeah, you're gonna be outed as soon as you make a sound. I mean, though really? I mean, it would have to be somebody who had heard it before. And then do I really give a shit? So yeah, this would turn into like a probably months-long conversation where like how this would before you even shoot anything. Oh, We're talking about like hypo. Like this is what I would do is I'd be going through like massive hypothetical scenarios to like solve problems that don't exist. Motherfucker's gonna have a production. So that when meeting. it does happen, like oh, we already discussed this. Here's what's happening. This is happening on page six, line four. <laughs> we discussed in this scenario. This is what happens. Here's who has ownership. Here's who. Uh, listen, I want to be fucking credited as executive producer. If I don't get an executive producer credit, I I'm a fucking out. <laughs> That's All right, so. Just her feet, just my boys. 50 50, right? The if minute even the tip of my dick comes in there, it's 40 60 because <laughs> it's just her feet. It's my dick. It's, it's way more of a partnership in that aspect. I would say, to be fair, this is why we need a female in here to discuss this part <laughs> of it. But I'm, I'm trying to think from a female's perspective. In that scenario where the guy would be even masturbating, he's probably grunting or making some sort of sound. You, I'd like to think that she'd be talking and like it'd be some sort of sexual communication between the two of them. Have you seen a foot video? Doesn't have to be. I like, have people freak out over feet, man. I have not seen one. That's so, not so you'd have thing. to ask what makes you more vulnerable. The fact that they can see your feet or the fact that someone threw fucking jizz on your feet. Which makes you feel more vulnerable? Because I would argue it's someone seeing my dick. <laughs> that makes me feel more vulnerable. Because you got to get a special lens. <laughs> like it's, it's fucking, you know, the lighting's got to be right. In that aspect. So like clearly it would mean, I'm assuming then that someone would be requesting to come on the feet. I, I think it goes without saying that there's somebody that out scenario, there so that wants to come on the feet. I would think, okay, if this person wants this, they want a good shot. I would have to refrain from masturbating or sexual activity for several days at least to give a good load. That's how I would like, okay. I don't half ass things. So I was like, if I'm going to do this, it's going to be done right. Never half ass two things. But now ask one thing in order right. to do it right. I need to build up for it. Right. Plus then it'd probably easier to come quicker if I have had like some hey, aggravation. You or don't want to be there all day. Right. I got <laughs> right. shit to do. Yeah, fucking. This isn't my life. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, it might be at this point. I mean, depending on what the fucking return on investment. So now is. we're talking about like, again, she could go off and do whatever she wants sexually. Like all she has to do is hold her feet up. Right. But now in order to have good content and have a good load, I would be restricting myself sexually for at least several days. Mm. Okay. So that's impacting my life and my right. well-being. Right. Maybe even my mood. Oh. There's times like it goes like there's times like it's not even a sexual thing. Like I probably half the time I masturbate, it's just to go to bed. <laughs> Brutal honesty. Like. 
I don't live with my girlfriend. She lives like probably a mile and a half away. It's not that far of a drive. But if I'm at home and she's at work or she's at her own home and I just can't sleep, that works. I fucking play puzzle games on my phone. <laughs> well, it just strokes the baby arm. Oh, that knocks me out. I'm done. Well, it's a lot more fucking exertion for you. You got further to go. <laughs> it's like me fucking massaging a fucking baby dill. Like It's terrible. So, yes, I would say because of the impact on my life, I would be arguing more for in that scenario. I would probably want 60 percent. I would want more than 50. I would not take less than 51 percent. So are they seeing your dick, though? No. And you but want 51 percent. I don't think I could come without making any sound, especially the orgasm part. I could probably be quiet during the masturbation part. <laughs> but yeah, just knowing that I couldn't masturbate or couldn't come for several days. How many days would it take you to build up a good load? Don't act like at you don't least, know. At least three. Okay. I mean, is that really at our age? Waiting three days? Is that really upset your life? In my 40s? No. <laughs> right. But I... Again, are we going I don't back? Think, I are don't, we going back this to, is all, to college? This conversation isn't about like literally us. This conversation is about people that are actually making the content. Okay, so which I highly doubt there's that many people in their mid 40s making OnlyFans content. Dude, do you Maybe know there how, are? Do you I don't know, know how hot ever been on fucking there. MILF stuff is right now? Our one listener, if you are into OnlyFans, if not, this is completely irrelevant. You probably quit listening to this Dude, forever ago. <laughs> do you know who Brandy Love is? <laughs> no. Shut the fuck up. No, I don't. If you've been on Pornhub, you know who Brandy Love is. The name blonde, big tits. I'm describing every porn star. I'm out on big tits, so uh, that's probably why. Oh, you like? I only want little natural. Titty no, no, natural. Oh well, I mean, if it's obvious you have implants, I'm out. Yeah, she probably is probably pretty obvious with her. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. She's always the fucking the stepmom. Then I probably have. Yeah. <laughs> what, is, is it just me or is that like what they recommend always? The step thing? Yes. Yes. Or the mom teaching the daughter? Yes. yes. Okay. I thought it was That's just, just taking over. I thought they like saw me click on it once and were like, this is what we're giving you now. <laughs> like, so it is just that's what they that's recommend. For whatever reason. Okay. All right. I thought I was like, please don't think this is what I'm into. No, I don't like <laughs> I've family noticed porn. They've edited out that you can't actually say stepson step. Sometimes it's muted. Like sometimes. you clearly see where they're saying it or it's sometimes somewhat edited. Sometimes. Sometimes it's like, no, it's fine. You're my stepbrother. Like it's fucking enunciated with subtitles. Like, and I'm just like, why does it all have to be this? Why can't it just be like college roommates who like to go down on each other? That'd be better. Right. I mean, why does it have to be weird step family porn? It's I, <laughs> like, we're not all freaks. Okay. Some of us just like to see college girls make out. <laughs> I mean, Basic vanilla. I, I, oh, could you like, you go through college right now. Like when we're in college, you might stumble upon two chicks kissing. You go through college right now. You're going to be like, could you chicks stop kissing, please? Could I hope that one of you would want to fuck a dude? It is the thing now. Not that it's not hot. I'm just saying it's like the thing now. Big Al and I went and saw a comedy show in Iowa City, and there might have been one yard of fucking cloth shared by every college girl that was out that night. It was fucking weird. Mike girls are not allowed to go to college they will be homeschooled through college because it was all fucking side boob and daddy issues when we were in iowa city and then i went to fucking ames in november for a homecoming 
it wasn't quite as bad, but it was bad enough. <laughs> L- luckily, uh, my buddy Tony and I went to the old guy bars. Like we went and had a pizza at fucking Great Plains, and then we went to Welch Avenue Station. Welch Avenue Station was where the old guys go to drink out of, I'm not shitting you, glass glasses, glass pitchers. And the same Brooke Burke poster that was there. Oh, Brooke Burke. When she was 19, advertising for Budweiser, that same poster is hanging above the same urinal as it was. Budweiser Bud Light, because Bud Light, that shit's destroyed. I'm pretty sure it was Budweiser. I, I have the picture here. I have it on my phone <laughs> because I was like, you've got to be fucking fist fucking me. There's no way this poster is still here. So then we were talking to some college kids and they ended up telling us that it indeed was the same poster, but someone had come in and stolen the original. So they went on fucking eBay or something, found it and replaced it with the same one. Because I remember in 2014 when me and Tony went in there, that poster was there and I was like, holy shit. And it was wrinkled and stuff. I was like, that's the same one. So at that time, it was the same one. And I was like, holy fuck. Okay, I got to be in close. That is amazing. That existed in a college bar for that long. Dude, it like, so it was covered in plexiglass though. So they literally broke the plexiglass to steal. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's so easy to take if you still want that. Oh, dude. Like, it would, it's just, you know how sometimes you just go into a place and it feels like home? I went into Welch Avenue Station, saw Brooke Burke on the fucking wall, and I was like, I'm fucking home. This is great. (laughs) Oh, oh, here it is. Hold on. I'm close. I'm close. There it is. It's the same exact fucking poster. Unless you're like, way up there no no how big I'm, is it's, that it's right over the fucking it's a regular poster size poster like, Probably like two foot by three foot or something yeah yeah roughly yeah yeah right above the urinal and that was back when she was still hot before she had a bunch of work done and stuff i was like how the fuck is this still here this whole place reeks of nostalgia and they did they fucking still had glass pitchers the first night i got pretty drunk there the second night fucking tony was hammered and he's shooting fucking pool with all these college kids and i'm like dude i just want to go home i'm so tired we'd been at the game earlier in the day been outside all fucking day i was like dude i had four beers that's enough i just want to go home he had uh rented a, a tesla through turo and it was pretty awesome because he let me drive it but at the same time it was a fucking piece of shit you could see all the fucking steel belts i've the heard tires. they're built like horrendous well i think somebody beat the fuck out of this thing he, i think he bought it just to rent it out on turo so that night tony comes up and he's like you're driving hands it throws me the fucking key card because there's no keys and i was like yeah no fucking shit i'm driving you're fucking hammered so he goes next door to the fucking gas station to get uh beer i go sit in the fucking car and i'm like you know what i'm gonna learn i'm gonna learn how to do self-drive so i get on the fucking internets googles and i look it up figure it out all you do is you take the shifter tap it twice towards you turns on self-drive so i went on the fucking map told it where our hotel was he gets in the car. I back out because I'm like, I don't know if it'll back out. I don't know anything about it, right? Like, I'm not a fucking Tesla owner. I would love to be, but I'm not. So I back out into the street and I fucking engage self-drive. That fucker takes off. Gets to the stop sign. It stops. Turns on its own fucking blinker. I'm like, what the fuck? Turns right. Goes up towards towers. You're familiar with towers. Yeah. We almost got in a fight there. <laughs> and then it, it, it comes to the stop sign. And gets ready to turn left. And I see a car coming. And I fucking panic. So I grab the steering wheel and I yank it because I know that shuts off the self-drive. Well, the fucking car had seen that car had a blinker on. So it was just going to go left because it could. So I fucking turn self-drive back on. And that motherfucker turns left, turns right again and goes right by or no. So it goes down into Greek town, goes around all these fucking curves, pulls out on the fucking street. That's a parkade, turns left, turns on this fucking blinker, changes lanes Gets down to the next street, turns right, takes us right to our fucking hotel without me touching the fucking steering wheel. 
The only I thing it didn't do is part. Trust that, but it's oh, amazing. It was fucking awesome, man. Like if I would have been drunk, I'd like take me home, country roads. <laughs> Let's go. The place where I belong. I mean, I wasn't. So like at any minute, I could be like, hey, nope, I'm gonna take over here. The the fucking windshield wipers turn on their own when it registers rain. It's fucking wild, man. And those fuckers go zero to sixty. And yesterday, like we got it on the highway. I was sitting in the passenger seat. He goes to get on the fucking on ramp and just gets on it. Ludicrous speed right now. Like all I saw was plaid. <laughs> I'm fucking pasted to the fucking seat. I'm like, Jesus Christ. We stopped doing that after we realized you could see the belts in the tires. <laughs> like one of these is going to explode and we're both going to die. How the fuck did we get to Tesla's from OnlyFans? That is a, I have no idea how we got here. Went from what? OnlyFans, bars, Brooke Burke, Tesla. Right. Iowa know. State. Yeah, I don't know. It was a fucking disaster. <laughs> I'm too old. I, I, I might have d- the dementias. I don't know. <laughs> Fuck. Have you been hearing about all these people having the fucking Widowmaker heart attacks? Yes, I have. Is it weird that it's like that's the only heart attack people talk about anymore? No, because I'm I'm old. Like after 40, that shit's not a joke. I, I warn all my young friends like, hey, like I'm not joking when I hit 40. At 39, I was probably in the best shape of my life. I was like 30 pounds lighter. Yeah. I was running marathons. I was also going to the gym five times a week, running 35, 40 miles a week, eating very healthy. Yeah. And then I hit 40. I slipped a disc on my back. Didn't realize that's what I fucking did. I was an (laughs) idiot. I kept running. And then I had probably six months of the worst pain in my entire life. Couldn't feel my left arm. I couldn't move (laughs) without like hobbling. I couldn't put weight on my right leg. I got and getting four epidural injections into my spine. It took me a year to heal. Jesus Christ. I put 30 some pounds back on. I know I'm still running now, but 30 pounds. That's cute. I can't go to the gym. (laughs) I can't lift weights. Like I can't sit on hard surfaces for more than about an hour. Otherwise my back starts spasming. Hey, you want, you want a pillow? <laughs> this is a carry comfort. This is much nicer than your old chair. Yeah, I know, right? Metal Dude, chair. Hey, you know what? As a person who hasn't been in the area for a while, speak to it. This is very compared to the old studio. Because remember, it was in here. This was original, right? Yep. Started in and here. then you moved yep. to the bigger yep. room, and then back to here. Yep. I built these desks. This is very professional looking. I, I know, right? <laughs> I mean, Even like, your collectibles are like more organized than they were before. Right. Yeah. I need to get rid of these fucking things. I want a couch in here so fucking bad. I was just telling Jenny the other day. I was like, look, I appreciate everything you've done for me. And I, I think it's really great that you bought me all the stuff I couldn't afford when I was a kid. But I feel cluttered as fucking here. Like, I just want like I want to take almost all that out and put it like a love seat or a couch right there. Bring couch Adam back in the fold. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and like, you know, I do I do the the review videos and like it's just like, fuck, man, I don't really have. I did a couple of them in front of the fireplace, which is awesome. That's a lot of work fucking moving all the shit out there. Oh, that would. Yeah, this is uh, way too much. Yeah, it fucking so. sucks. So it's like if I can kind of break this down and get some of this shit out of here, maybe I, I wish my grandson was a little older because I would just give him all my fucking Star Wars stuff. Just be like, here, man, play with this shit. Because, you know, for years, it's like, these are fucking collectibles. You don't touch these motherfuckers. <laughs> and now I'm just like, just fucking play with it, man. I don't need this shit anymore. I need this shit, this expensive shit. This is what I need. Yeah. Cameras and fucking recording off gear and fucking. I was, so, I was so excited last week for you to come in here and see the fucking recording studio. Like how it is now. Do you remember on the on Shearer? At the old fucking house, what we were dealing with. 
Yes. Yes, I do. That was like duct tape and chewing gum. You're up to what? Three monitors at one point. You have one very big. Yeah. yeah. Very nice. monitor. Yeah, no, I had four monitors and two computers running at the same time at one point. But here, like I've good, like good shit. I buy good shit and as little of it as possible. But over there, I mean, we were we were running on a laptop hooked up to a monitor, handheld fucking microphones. Yep. Or at the very least, like those fucking stands with condenser mic, handheld mic, like cobbled together bullshit. And then Audio Technica is like, hey, by the way, we now have the AT2040. It's a dynamic microphone and it's fucking awesome. And they're like, oh, no, there's no way it's awesome. So I bought one tested it i was like well now we need two (laughs) (laughs) so now the fucking condenser microphones are display models (laughs) like those fucking things they got us through some shit yes but they also picked up every fucking fart breath cicada fucking spider burp like everything is kicking off. oh fuck man yeah i mean these will still pick that up a little bit but you remember how old, how loud the old computer was? Yes. It was like, <laughs> like fuck me. Yeah. No, this one don't do that. I, I bought all silent fucking shit. I, re- I took all the, this is not going to mean anything to you. So this is our technical minute, which you always fucking hate. I took all my 120 millimeter fans that came with the case. I f- they're on the floor over there. You see them? They're right over there on the floor somewhere. And I replaced them with 140 millimeter fans. The larger the fan, the slower it, spe- the slower it spins. From a non-computer guy, he does have a very large tower. It is glass. I can see inside of it. There's something glowing. That's the video. It's card. very eye-pleasing. <laughs> yeah. It yep. is extremely silent. When when if I were to play this back, like if we were to pause and play it back, all the lights would flash to our voices. That's amazing. Yeah, it's fucking dumb. Like it's so stupid. My like, work computer sounds like a jet airline taking yeah. off at all times. It's well, really annoying. And I built this as a gaming computer, and generally gaming computers can be loud because you're in headsets anyway. But I was like, nope, it's also going to be an editing computer, so I can run it when we're doing whatever, and you won't fucking hear it. That fucking video card was eight hundred dollars, <laughs> and that was after the prices went down. <laughs> God damn it. I'm stupid. Ouch. Oh, so fucking dumb. But, but again, it's it. a hobby. Yeah, it's a hobby. It's a hobby. And my tax lady once told me, it's cool. You can make money from a hobby. Just not more than five grand. <laughs> I was like, I don't think that's going to be a problem, Jennifer. <laughs> I don't think we're going to have to worry about that. We will never approach five grand. Even fucking photography. If you took my photography, added it together with my fucking stand up comedy. Still not five grand. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Where were we at? Sorry. And I digress. Uh, Technology. Uh, we were at OnlyFans. Yes. And then we went, yeah. So let's say. We were reminiscing about olden times and then went back to the futuristic technology. So say it's full on fucking on OnlyFans. It's your college girlfriend, right? She's full on fucking not you on OnlyFans. You pretty much have to give her 95.5, right? Yeah. Yeah. So she's fucking you now on OnlyFans. Does it go 50 50 again? Or do we acknowledge the patriarchy? I Yes, I was going to say yeah. we still as thing. I don't know. What well, depends. Because it seems like there's people regressing. But I would like to think in a society we're getting better. But there's still repercussions. So like if there was a sex video where a guy was outed as like, oh, hey, this guy had sex with this other person that right. wasn't his wife. The repercussions on him would be far less than a female. Well, let's look at what happened. You got Stormy Daniels and Donald Trump. Stormy's a slut. But she was already a porn star. And in fact, I I just read the other day that her like Pornhub searches have exploded. Of course they have. So yeah, she's probably making some money off this, which I guess she got sued. She's now owes Trump's lawyer a bunch of like hundred thousand dollars. Why? 
Uh, she sued him for something. And then one of the courts decided that it was unjustified for her to sue him. Huh. So basically she has to return almost to the penny. What she was ended paid, paid in hush money. Yes. <laughs> it's still worth it. I think it's still I, worth it. Yeah. I think I again, from what she's the little bits I've heard of her talk about the case, I think she'd be fine with that. But. Well, I mean, if you think about it, 130 grand. I mean, she was a top porn star at one point. Like she's, yeah. she's in her probably 50 now. But like at one point she was a top porn star and she's a female. So she's already making four times what the males make. That 130 grand. Did it really change your life? It's a lot of money, but at the same time, it's not a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, if that makes sense. I mean, if she's getting paid. Say she did a hundred movies and she's making three grand a movie. It's like a third of her total gross income. If I guess. someone were to hand me a hundred thousand dollars, oh, I would suck be suck their dick thrilled, right now. Yeah. But I also <laughs> couldn't afford to quit my job. Mm-mm. I'd still blow them. <laughs> <laughs> I make them pay me a hundred, another hundred to stop. Like, oh, this will make life easier. But yeah, oh. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's life changing. I mean, I wouldn't start wiping my ass with one dollar bills or anything, but I'm just saying like, that's a lot of money to guys like you and me who don't take dick for a living. But like, <laughs> I feel like Stormy Daniels was a pretty established porn star. She I, wasn't just like a tertiary. I highly doubt she was struggling to pay her bills at that nah, point in her not. life. Probably not. No. The porn is such a weird business because like some people make a shit ton of money in porn and other people, they pay their rent. I think it depends which company you work for, you know, which production company, because some production companies really take care of their talent. Other production companies are like, Give him some cocaine, turn him loose. Well, I think you ripped her open there. She's, well, she doesn't feel it. She's on cocaine. I think a lot of that comes back to who the person is and how they are like mentally and emotionally. Well, it's like, look at, look at some of these, these porn actresses like Sasha Gray, for example. Like she totally fucking left porn. She's like, it disgusted she me. She wanted to do porn. She wanted to do exactly yeah. the kind of porn she did. And, and then, then she did the, what she wanted to do and she was out. And she didn't want to do porn anymore. Right. Uh, Mia Khalifa. She did a whole bunch of porn and now she just <laughs> gone. Did you kill her? No, I did not. <laughs> you have a weird look on your face. <laughs> the, I, the name I sound familiar. I tried to put, like, put a picture of her face. Uh, that, uh, she's like Israeli or like Palestinian or like a okay. fucking like Saudi or something. So very dark skin. Very, I very pretty. Talking about. Huge tits. Did a lot of burka videos. <laughs> it just sounds like there's a lot of females that go into it thinking it's easy money, but they already have issues with like mental stability. They've already right. got like all kinds of issues and it could be a horrible field to go into because. Well, look at fucking Riley Reed. That girl's broken, right? Like there's something wrong with her. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, she's. Very cute. There's a lot of drug use. There's a lot of sexual abuse. There's just a lot of shit going on in that whole field. And and it's weird that there would be as much abuse as there is because women drive the product. But it's men that own the company. Like how I really doubt a lot of companies are owned and ran by women. Well, uh, what is it? Uh, Vixen Entertainment. There are. No, there are a few. Vivid might be run by women. That fucking like girlfriends or whatever. Like there's a there's a ton of like I'm totally outing myself right now. (laughs) But I like to consider myself a connoisseur. Sometimes I'll just watch porn just to watch porn. I don't have to fucking touch my wiener. But ultimately, when it comes down to the fucking contracts and stuff, women make the decisions. They don't fuck anybody. They don't want to fuck unless you get into these like second rate businesses. But if you're someone going into it because you have like a horrible life and there's shit you need bills to pay, like you're probably not going to be doing it willingly, which means you're probably coming in under the influence of some sort of drug. Maybe you're not going to be making the best decisions. You're probably taken advantage of. Well, if you go in there with a fucking big gulp of Mountain Dew in your hand with ramen on your breath, you probably send them some fucking messages that you might be able to be taken advantage of. If like you go in dressed well, you're like, hey, look, I won't take a dime under three grand for an anal scene, you know, whatever. 
I guess I'm seeing it as porn is a vice. And with any vice, you have to be smart when you go into it because anything you can take out too far. It's a vice. I feel like even drinking. Some people can have a beer like this is my second beer. Oh, oh you're going to humiliate me now. I'm not going to go home and like pound a whole case and just okay, right. go in my car and drive 5,000 miles an hour through like a residential area. I thought you were going to be like, this is my second beer. That's your fourth. But yeah, at, my, at this age, I really I, I couldn't tell you the last time I went out and had more than maybe three beers total an entire day. Yeah. My goal is usually to be home and in bed by 930. I'm more about 10 o'clock, but yes. Yeah. I like So, you know, a lot of times we'll do uh, burgers and beers up at the OP. Like it would be like me, Clint, Big Al, Eric. Do you know Patrick? No. Uh, so Patrick is Clint's buddy. Uh, and so like, we'll go up and then um, um, Jeremy, who's their friend too, and li- is a, listens, or, listens to the show. Um, and so we'll all go up there and have some food and drink a few beers. Apparently I didn't realize this, but like it had been made known that we usually leave by eight 30. So I was selling a broken motherboard to a guy because like I had it, sent it back to the, to be refunded. They're like, Nope, it's broken. You can't refund it. I was like, I didn't break it. They're like, fuck you. You did. And I'm like, no, I didn't. Well, another guy needed it to test a fucking computer chip. I let him borrow it. He fucked it up even more than it was fucked up. He's like, look, man, I'll just give you the one you're asking for it. It's my fault. So he was coming up to the OP to get it from me. I go outside. I come back in. I just sit down and this chick comes walking up to the, the table. You know, Big Al knows people everywhere. And she's like, tick tock, tick tock. It's almost 830. And I was like, <laughs> what's she talking about? He's like, well, I told her that we usually, you know, we all get together. We're home by 830. And I was like, that's fucking bo-. also true. <laughs> like, and, and I like it. Like, I like being able to be in bed on time and not wake up with a fucking headache the next day. Like go out, have a few beers, eat some fucking chicken fingers, and go to bed like a fucking grown up. <laughs> Responsibility and yeah. knowing knowing your limits. Yeah. Well, and it's like I picked the OP for a reason. Because <laughs> worst case, I can walk home. And I remember it wasn't that long ago where like I would there were days that I would just drink for ten hours, twelve hours straight. Yeah. Yeah. I remember go to sleep beers, especially when I lived in Arizona. The fucking most awkward. Interaction I ever had was I went at Fry's is a grocery store chain there. A lot of people think of it as an electronics store, which is on the West Coast, but Fry's is a grocery store. So I went into Fry's. I bought a fucking case of Bush Light and I'm walking out carrying it. And, you know, I taught kids down there. And one of the moms meets me as I'm coming out the door. I was like, <laughs> hey, how's it going? She's like, good. And so she looks me up and down, looks at the fucking case of beer. And I was like, see you later. And I go get in my fucking car and drive home because I'm like, I couldn't, when I was living down there, I was so anxious and so like uncomfortable because I didn't know anybody. I was fucking lonely. I could not go to sleep without drinking like four or five beers every night. Go to sleep beers. I'd get off work, go home, sit down, turn on either a fucking DVD or sit down and play fucking Age of Empires on my computer and just fucking drink. And I remember that because we were talking, maybe it might have been AOL. It was some sort of early instant message. Yeah, it was probably I, AOL or Yahoo Messenger. Yeah, occasionally yeah. you'd be on. We'd talk for a while. But yeah, yeah. I was very jealous. You actually got out of this town. I remember that. Yeah. And then what happened? <laughs> <laughs> I had every opportunity in the world. and I fucked all of them up. The more I travel, the more I like this place. We're called a shithole by a lot of Iowans. I mean, I call it that, too. But it's not. It kind of is. You have to look at how big of a town this is, which really we're a town this is not a city oh no yeah yeah, yeah you're it's right. a big yeah. town a very big town you yeah. can say but it's not a city here's my issue like say you have a weekend to kill where do you go 
if it were up to me, so like girlfriend and I have the weekend off. Yeah. Actually, how knows? We got out of town. Where? Uh, the last we just actually did this maybe two weeks. We went to Des Moines. Okay. Why Let's, did we go to Des Moines? Because they had a comedy show. <laughs> Who'd you go see? Oh, I don't know his name. I can look it up. He was actually, I want to say it was Gara something. Didn't know who he was. He was hilarious. Did you go to Funny Bone? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Creek? Yes. Yeah. I saw Burt Kreischer there before he was Burt Kreischer. Like, he was fucking nobody. Saw him there. He was still taking his shirt off. Went in there just not expecting anything. Yeah. I intentionally didn't look him up because, like, I've I've made that mistake before. Where it's like, I wonder if this person's funny. You watch, like, a couple minutes on YouTube, and then the few minutes you see is in their set, and, like, yeah. that ruins it. Yeah. So that happened. I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to go in there cold, and he killed it. His opening acts weren't too – like, the first guy was on there. He really wasn't that funny. Probably but then local, later, local ended guy. up being one of his childhood friends, and this was, like, the fourth time he had ever stand-up. So, like, I heard them like, oh – this makes sense. That's kind of fun, though, right? The second yeah. one, she was she had some moments where she was funny. It wasn't bad, uh, but, but yeah, she was he, a female this comic, guy so fuck it. her. And it was all crowd interaction. <laughs> oh, like, really? He was hilarious. Like, I bet half of his set was him just interacting with people in the audience and then turning it into like jokes or just. He wasn't a heavy set guy, was he? No. Okay, because there's a guy who keeps popping up in my news feed. He's got to be from like a. He, I think he's Canadian because I want to like, say this guy's from California because he's like. Oh, hey there, sir. Uh, what, what do you do for a living, sir? Like, and the, his whole fucking set is crowd work. Like, I don't know that he has a prepared joke. It is fucking amazing. I can't think of what his name is, but he keeps showing up in my, like, I, I, every time he pops up, I have to watch his whole fucking video because <laughs> it's just like, it's masterful. And he goes after them and they love it. And like a lot of his shows are like, oh, and you know, this is great to be here in front of 14 fucking people. Uh, I'm glad everybody could come out today. And the other rest of the people in the town are walking their fucking dogs or something. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's really fucking funny. Yeah. Um, as we travel, we try to find a local Santa place in whatever city we're in. And that's real. We've seen some improv, which I've still to this day, never seen improv that I thought was funny. Really? So if you're into that, I'm sorry, but it's not for me. At all. <sighs> and I've seen enough that I can say that confidently. That means you haven't seen good improv, though. The problem with improv is a lot of improv people think that it actually has to be improv. But usually, if you're a good improv troupe, you meet and practice everything that but you that do. that makes it so much worse because I can give you the benefit. Like if you go in and you're free, like. Well, but that's that's the point. You're is going it, off the moment and just making shit up on the spot. But that's like, the that's point. That's impressive. I, that, my expectation would be lower. But if you're actually having some like a couple lines I'm going to throw in at some point or like some even rough idea of what we're going to cover. I'm already in my head getting, okay, I've, I, can, I can go here. I can go here. I can say this. But the really good improv people, it looks like it's happening right then. Like whose line is it anyway? Looks like it's happening right then. It's not. That's all fucking prepared shit. They've all done it before. Like I hate to I hate to ruin it for you, <laughs> but spoiler alert, whose line has all been practiced. Open mics. We've gone to several oh, of those. I'm which so sorry. You, most, <laughs> you say for most of them, there are two or three people where you can see like this person has potential. Like they actually. Oh, for make, sure. Yeah. They can make this work. They need the other 20, work. though. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. <laughs> There is one city we went to that like just ruined open mic night though. <laughs> Salt Lake Cedar City. Rapids. Oh, oh fuck Mormons. <laughs> <laughs> not funny. Oh God. Like, not even a little funny. And did we any were, of them make fun of themselves for being Mormon? Oh yes. That Mormonism was the topic of probably three fourths of the sets. They talk about their special underwear. That came up a couple times. Oh good. Okay. Then that they can't. They were self-deprecating, but okay. like it's just. I don't know. Their lives are too isolated to be really. 
topical funny yeah yeah i suppose and then we were seated too close to the stage which i hate oh yeah no, no. i don't, don't like being the center of attention no, that's not me well and it's just like you don't go to a comedy club to be the entertainment you go to escape i'm in a biracial relationship and you we say were that outed fucking... biracial i've got a couple beers in me <laughs> but that we were called out because they were surprised that someone of this ethnicity is in salt lake city and they were amazed by that <laughs> <laughs> like did the alarms go off when he came in yeah it was just not funny and awkward at times i would think that that would probably be a like spotlight moment at most comedy clubs for you guys though we've been called out on it a few times but usually it's pretty cool and she just needs to yell i had to he's got a big dick that would be fucking that just shut him right the fuck down like because what are they gonna say to that oh god there was some comedian that actually called out it was a couple where it was one of those things where the guy was obviously much older than the girl oh yeah yeah like way older right right so he was made some comment about sex and said like i wonder why you're with him and which to me was just implying that he must be well off right and she made some comment about sex and then she got way offended and starts screaming on this like total karen tyree just full-on top of her lungs screaming for like three or four minutes and it made everyone just completely shut up the guy on stage starts like shaking because he's like, what the fuck do I do? Oh. Finally, a security guy comes and pulls around. Of course, you, just, you hear her screaming. I was like, even oh, outside fuck. in the lobby for like minutes. I would like that completely killed the vibe of the show. Oh, fuck. That kind of thing. That kind of thing would be my wet fucking dream. I would have lit that on fire and roast like fucking warm my hands over it. I fucking love fucking crowd work, man. Like, oh, like there's nothing better. Like if I've got 15 minutes to do and somebody starts fucking talking, now I've only got 10 minutes to do. <laughs> Like, I just got to fucking deal with what they're doing. One of the best fucking comebacks I ever heard was from Jay Wonder Walker. You know, Jay. Yes. Right? Yeah. When some guy yells, if I had a cabbage, I'd throw it at you. And he goes, if you had a cabbage, you'd be too busy fucking it. <laughs> like, without even missing a fucking beat. And I'm like, I love you so much, old man. Like, you fucking classic classic i miss stand up so fucking much i wish it was back the clubs i've been to i don't know that i've seen a sold out show other than like huge huge comedians like we saw hannibal burris in madison a while back like, yeah that was amazing that was sold out hannibal burris is a weird dude because that's like, why i love him his timing is so awkward but that's why i love it yeah like, it's just so like i just like i feel like like hurry up <laughs> like you can see him thinking of what he's about to say and he's like yeah. is that funny no i can beat that okay this is funnier and then he <laughs> yeah. says it like, like you can, can watch his eyes yeah like his eyes go fucking like he's like like he's like that's too much i'm gonna yeah, reel yeah, it back yeah, okay yeah, i'll say yeah, this yeah i saw kreischer when he was like before he got big i saw him at the funny bone we just popped in there like to go see a comedy show and it was kreischer the, the only thing i took from that show other than the fact that he was fucking amazing was how to be the opener and have a fucking light show ahead of you. Do a recorded announcement if you're going to be the opener. Because if you go up there and tell them the fucking rules, they're like, fuck this guy. I'm not laughing at him. He gave me the rules. Makes all the difference in the fucking world. Saw Kevin Hart, which that was ruined by a security. Because they were I've all taller than him? never oh. been anywhere that had more security, even in airports, than did, his show. Did they make you turn in your phones? You could not. Even, you couldn't even have your phone out at all, even to check the time. Like, who, you couldn't even who, look at your pocket. Because who is it that? super strict on that the last when the show was over he let you take out your phone and get like he stood up there for like two or three minutes and you could take your picture then but like at that point he wasn't saying anything because there's somebody who like you have to turn your phone in it might be dave Chappelle. I i've think. heard that yeah like they put, put it in, in like bag. a locked like yep. bag and you have to turn it in you can pick it up when you get back i would so much rather do that because it was literally there was times where you'd see security like screaming at some like random teenager that was right. just facetiming someone or texting somebody right and like also they're not recording and also why does it fucking matter man 
You're going to do the same show in fucking 40 cities. And they even like repeatedly would stop the show like a couple times and make the announcement like the second we see your phone, you're going to get ejected. Like, well, and it's like, is anybody going to not go see Kevin Hart because they saw a clip of his stand up on fucking TikTok? Yeah, it just it completely removed, like yeah. ruined their vibe. That's so like, yeah, put the if you're going to go to that extent, put the phones in a bag. Don't even worry about security. Don't worry about the. Well, how do they just, do that? So they put it in a, a, a bag and you keep your phone. You get like a little key. It's either a key or a code or something, but you're it's basically like, I don't know. I run a lot. So you get like bag check. I'm assuming you either get a key or you get a number. So when you're done, you ha- they know what bag your phone's in. So they have you to go retrieve back. it for you. Yes. What a fucking like I would much efficient. I would method. much rather do that. Yeah. You have to deal with standing in line to get yeah, your phone back. But like, still, it's better than having 5,000 security people like screaming at people. And then, or yeah. better yet, you could just be like, fuck it. It's going to happen. Who cares? Unless in the, unless they're taping a special. If they're taping a special, obviously, you don't want to see the fucking people in the audience with their phones out. Right. But it's like, if it's just a show, who gives a fuck, man? Like, you're Kevin Hart. Like If you're me, like, say you're me. You're like, all right, it's my comeback show. There's going to be 14 people in the audience. Put your fucking phones away. Don't put it on YouTube, please. <laughs> YouTube has killed local comedy. If you put it on YouTube, no one will fucking come see me next week for my 14 person show. But if you're fucking Kevin Hart, and you're doing coliseums. You're doing fucking arenas. Who gives a shit? If somebody records your entire fucking set, people will still come see it. They're not gonna be like, hey, I saw a real shaky fucking iPhone video last week. I'm not gonna go see his fucking show because you want to see it in person. That's why you go fucking do it. And if you're coming to see me, then you don't give a fuck if it's in person or on YouTube. Why would you? I'm a piece of shit. If it's Kevin Hart or fucking Chris Rock or fucking Dave Chappelle. I saw Dave Chappelle before he was fucking famous, too. And I'm standing in fucking line at a bar in Ames. And Dave Chappelle is trying to score weed off of everybody in line. Everybody. In fucking like 1999. Fucking <laughs> stupid. Dave Chappelle. And he ended up getting weed from this guy named Seth. Who everybody fuck Or Zeth? I think it was like, yeah, it was something weird like Zeth. Everybody fucking knew him as the weed guy. <laughs> So Dave Chappelle's like, hey, I need weed. And Zeth's like, hey, I got weed. <laughs> so now I'm Dave Chappelle are friends. <laughs> Fuck Zeth. Fucking bullshit. God damn it. <sighs> Come on some feet. We somehow got from coming on feet to, to Dave Chappelle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I do miss stand up a lot, though. Like, there's nothing here now, though. No. Even concerts, like. I was not the world's biggest fan of them, but there was a probably two year streak where seven dust. I'm not even joking. Played here every three months. Oh, yeah. Well, they had some kind of connection to town, right? Somehow. I don't. That wouldn't surprise me. But yeah, I'm not exactly like literally there was one point they were playing at our local auditorium. McElroy, right? Day, yeah. It's yeah. now the Hippodrome. Fuck it. It's McElroy. It's, it's kind of like, it, you know what? It's still the Sears Tower. <laughs> fuck, <laughs> fuck that. But it was originally the Hippodrome. Yeah, well, history matters sometimes. <laughs> sometimes facts. You don't have the facts. Where was it? Oh, seven, seven dust. <laughs> there was literally one day where they were playing in like this was maybe a Thursday. They were playing Friday, and there was a commercial on the radio station for their next show. It's like, hey, they're here tomorrow, but they're also going to be here in like two or three months down the road. <laughs> I mean, they're they're no. So fucking forget about now. the fact that they're going to be here tomorrow. They're also going to be here in three months. So why not kill your ticket sales for this show that's happening tomorrow? Well, remember when uh, fucking uh, was it? Oh, fuck. Was it uh, the did Sullivan's? We've had like tier. Oh, Jesus. Uh, Beyonce's group. Correct. Destiny's, Destiny's Child, Child played yeah. there. I saw Rob Zombie there. Yeah, but who is the Sullivan's? You know, the, the same. This, 
Sullivan's brother's song. Oh, um, yeah. It's it's Caroline's fine. Yes. And then they brought just him back to do a fucking acoustic show. I remember that. Why? Because they were selling VIP tickets for that. I remember that. Fuck. Jake the Snake Roberts was at the fucking Moonlight. Whatever is what is it called the fucking moonlight the event center yeah it used to be the, cl- the used to be Knights of Columbus, Columbus yeah. yes yeah I missed that I was gonna go and then I fucking got sidetracked and didn't go and I wish I I have lots of regrets in my life <laughs> one of them being that I didn't that I didn't meet Jake yeah. the Snake Roberts and then Mick Foley was at where the fuck was he like Chad's Pizza or some stupid fucking place fucking Mick Foley had a show locally and I didn't go meet him either. I did tweet him and I was like, hey, we'd love to have you on my podcast that we record once every two years. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I just stretch to call them B-list groups or celebrities or bands. But we used to get occasionally someone that was at least a solid C. <laughs> but, yeah, like just our events here have just plummeted. Well, I mean, fuck, I, we don't really have a good venue. We don't, uh, you know, because mcelroy slash the hippodrome the, the acoustics acoustic sucks yes, they're terrible like at best it's a great motocross place or a circus <laughs> i mean <laughs> that's the best you're gonna do there's not anywhere good for acoustics in town well gallagher, gallagher i saw joan jet there which it sounded great but it's seats you're sitting in a seat, which being at a concert, even then, like uh, I'm going to mosh pits for Joan Jett. But it just felt weird to be sitting in a very I'm going to go ahead place. and say at 44 years old, I'm fine with it being seats. <laughs> <laughs> it just it felt weird to me. I saw Here Come the Mummies there and it was fucking magical. Are you familiar? I know who they are. Oh, dude, go see them. If you get a chance, they put on a fucking show. It's right up there with Blue Man Group. They fucking put on a show. And they actually did clear out the orchestra for them. So there was standing room down there for them. It was fucking great. Jenny went and she's like, I don't want to go again. But as me, Eric went, Big Al and Jenny, she fucking hated it. And the rest of us are like, this is the best day of our lives. <laughs> <laughs> Sing Wiener Man, which they never did, which is fucking bullshit. They did uh, pants. I'm coming to my pants, my shirt, my dick tie, honey. Fucking my damn, yeah. yeah. But it's all available on Apple Music. <laughs> Keep plugging. It's a, yeah. <laughs> well, we'll get three fans. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you don't you don't get to come back in here and be hurtful. <laughs> you don't just get to show up after three years and just fucking be somebody. Motherfucker. Are we doing this again? Perhaps. We'll discuss. Oh, see, you do this. You never commit to anything and it no. hurts my feelings. Yeah. God damn it. You're going to make people sad. <laughs> You're going to make them sad. And then you'd be like, well, I don't think we have any reason to stay two in a row is impressive it is pretty impressive (laughs) i won't lie that's fucking pretty amazing i I think here's the fucked up thing your girlfriend lives not even a full block away from me yes (laughs) this is the first time i've seen you since covid i I see your truck parked in the driveway well i mean it's because i live here (laughs) You, you know i have a jeep now I've seen it on Facebook. Yeah, yeah it's, it's in the garage. It's still too cold to drive it, but I took the doors and the freedom tops off. I have a winch that takes the regular top off because I'm fucking oh, that's smart. I'm that lazy. It was a pain in the ass when I had mine. It's fucking mounted to the ceiling. I, I winch it up and then I tie it off so it doesn't rotate. And it just hangs there all summer. I never put my fucking top on, on again in the summer. That's awesome. But it's not my only vehicle. So I mean, when you had yours, it was your only fucking was, vehicle. Yeah. yeah. So it's a lot of fucking work. It got to the point where I quit even taking it off because it was such a pain in the ass I don't, to store it. And- I don't know that I ever, I rode in it plenty of times. I never rode in it with the top off once. 
it wasn't bad when I know I had roommates for a while and then I could just throw in the garage and I have people like, Hey, let's take this off to put it back on. But like right. doing it by yourself. Oh yeah. It's it fucking was it's easier to take on. it off, but getting it back on really, well, cause you have to really line sucks. it up yep. and you have to be inside of it. So you have to like, you have to have at least two people because even if you put it on your fucking shoulders, you have no way to get in the fucking Jeep. <laughs> a winch is the best way to do it. And it just, it weighs like 150 pounds. So like getting up and over like when we took it off the first time, I didn't have the winch. So Jenny helped me. And I thought we were going to fucking shatter that thing. <laughs> like, cause it, it's super tippy and like, yeah. So I, I put some straps on it. I had to cut them down and use a bunch of fucking turnbuckles and shit. But remember it, the back window would pop up and it would throw yeah. like the equilibrium completely off. It's so like, I start with the back window up. I run the straps through. I, I'd get it as like close as I can. I, I raise it up, pull the Jeep out. I lower it down and then I recenter the straps. So that way the center of gravity is in the right spot. Then I just, raise it straight up but the problem is it'll turn so then i have to tie it off to the wall so it doesn't turn anymore but i had it in the garage last summer i just had it sit and then i pull forward underneath it because the front end will go underneath the top and then i can just park it in the garage because obviously if it rains and it's outside that's bad because why the fuck would jeep not waterproof their electronics (laughs) how stupid is that like i'm in all kinds of jeep forums i'm like hey is everything nope I tried to put a, a marine radio in there. It's still not sealed, so everything fucking shorted out. Now I got nothing. I'm like, God damn it! What the fuck? You know what Jeep stands for? Just empty every pocket. I had a BMW at one point, so that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you always wanted to be Bosnian. <laughs> this has been episode three hundred and thirty of Misinformation Podcast. With you as always, I'm Zach, and I'm Willard. Love you. Driving me crazy, you hostile, you. Yeah, you can spoil my day, please don't ruin my night. You can spoil my day, please don't ruin my night. Yeah, you can spoil my day, please don't ruin my night. Now you hostile, you. I don't think I could come without making any sound. You've just heard the misinformation theme song, Hostile You by the Matt Lees Band. Thanks for listening.